Yeah, way up. Yeah, yeah. You already know the vibes. Already know. I ain't with that switching sides. From Chicago, my motive is stay alive. Stay up, stay up. Never fade away like mine. I never fade. I'm, I'm dripping like Fiji, watch me slide. I can't keep it PG all the time. I don't like sugar coating that make me feel like I lied. My, my future got me checking the time. Yo, 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 yo. What's good? What's cracking? We back. Brand new episode of Three from the Ring. Another step closer to episode 100. We're getting real closer and closer. But when I remember the episode title, I'll let you niggas know. But this your boy Chris J. And I'm glad to be back, man. Uh, got my homie on here. Go ahead and introduce yourself, G. Yo, it's uh, Trail Sad, man. About to be a lot of, man. I feel sorry for the people who love us for wrestling because it's about to be a lot of NBA talk. Oh, yeah, G. Even though we have a lot to talk about in the wrestling, too, G. But, ooh, we have a lot to discuss, G. We we have dialogues, G. Uh, dialogues to have. But before we get to this dialogue, Chicago Bears won, G. I got to play the song. We did it, G. We did that shit, G. Shout out to Khalil. You know, I don't think he did shit. I don't think he did shit. But shout out to Khalil. Shout out to that defense. Shout out to DeAndre Swift for dropping that touchdown pass that almost uh, caused me to break my phone. I'm all for it, G. And above all, thank you, my former orf- my former son, who is still orphaned, Mitchell Trubisky, G. Thank you, G, for literally, literally, Breaking that beautiful, beautiful comeback, G. Great comeback, G. Now, still one game, but I'm happy, G. All I wanted was a W. I don't have no expectations for this team at all. And I think it's probably for the best. But, G, I'd be damned if we lost to the damn Lions. And I'd be damned if we lose to the Atlanta Falcons that have no defense. I'm cool with Julio Jones doing God please to whatever the hell he wants to this defense next week. But I'd be damned if Mitch gets shut down by the Atlanta Falcons defense. But we got a W. I'm happy. Let's get it. But straight to basketball, G, we have a lot to talk about. A lot to talk about. And I feel like let's just go with cur- what's going on currently. And the Clippers is on 3-1 lead, blew it alert. They are on 3-1 lead, blow it alert, G. Uh... They played the Nuggets in a closeout game, what should have been a closeout game for them. And they not only let the game go to game seven, shout out to Denver Nuggets for putting in such beautiful effort, G. Beautiful effort. But the Clippers also blew a 20-point lead in the process of this. So now we're getting more game seven basketball. Can't wait to see it. It's beautiful. Beautiful to see game seven basketball. That Celtics-Raptors game was a really great game. But, bro, them uh, them, them Kawhi uh, runs, them PG uh, packs, G, oh, they coming. They coming. Because yeah. let them lose game seven and blew a 3-1 lead. Woo-wee. I need it to happen. I really do. I need it to happen just for the discourse. Like, I. Like, one, I love chaos. I just love chaos. Now, do I want to see the Lakers Clippers go freaking beat the living shit out of each other? Most definitely. Definitely. I would love it. But, bro, 
Nothing more is greater than seeing the Lake. I mean, the Clippers blow this. Cause y'all championed them niggas. Y'all championed them. So and and literally, I'm I'm gonna save part of this dialogue for uh, if if the Clippers blow it. But I'm gonna say this: the Clippers acting like they the champions from last year. Last I checked, that was Big Y in the Raptors. And and Pat Bev wasn't no champ. Paul George wasn't champ. Lou Will definitely wasn't champ. Montrez ain't no champ. Kawhi was the champ. Y'all walking out here like y'all the champions, nigga. Y'all out here look, talking like y'all Pac. Y'all not. R.I.P. Uh, Tupac Shakur. This is the many-year anniversary of his death today. Uh, but y'all out here like Pac, G. Y'all not. Y'all not. We don't want to have this dialogue. Well, bro, give me the chaos, G. I want chaos. Give me that, G. Denver Nuggets. I I have not given up hope. Continue to prove me wrong. Continue to prove me wrong that you guys are legit contenders and take out the Clippers, G. But deep down, I feel like the Clippers will probably win game seven. But, whoo, that dialogue, G. That dialogue. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna be a it's gonna be a beautiful dialogue if it happens. Either way it goes, you went to seven with the Denver Nuggets when realistically no one on that team should be able to, you know, touch Kawhi. I just think I think that's more of a coaching thing. Um in these situations and Kawhi should demand it, in these situations, that ball come in my hands. Mm-hmm. Throughout okay. the whole series of the Rockets. I think the Lakers proved me wrong in a sense. And it's not going to be about the – we had the conversation in the party about the small ball thing because the Lakers have to go small ball to win, technically, even though I don't count that as small ball, but some people do. And it's right? not really small ball. <laughs> we'll, Bron we'll 16. The fuck? Bron 16 and Anthony Davis probably almost legit seven feet. So, there's no there – it's not small ball. But in the sense of um, what I said that AD got to be the best player, I always say that, right? But – in this terms, Brown wanted to close out game five, and he did that. Um, AD had a solid game. It wasn't like an AD takeover game. AD takeover game, we watching this, we just looking like, damn, bro, this nigga's amazing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But in a Brown, what Brown did is that from the, the start, nigga, from game two, he wanted to close the series out. He did good game one, but game two was just a different level. Um, and I'm not going to talk about the Rockets game. I just said that to bring analogy on this. What Brian, I mean, what, what Brian did, Kawhi should do. And that's take over a game. Mm-hmm. And I'm not talking about, oh, make sure you got the ball in your head. You demand the ball. Kawhi has the most unstoppable mid-range since fucking Jordan. Kobe. I say since Kobe. Say Kobe. Since Kobe. Kobe had a really great range too. So you got the since Kobe, you got the most unstoppable mid range, right? You ain't nobody on that Paul George is streaky at best. Not gonna come about his mental health issues. That's just his game. He's streaky, right? But when he's hot, Paul George is fucking hot. Few people is as smooth as Paul George when he got that shit going, bro. Sorry for cursing. I'm trying to get better. 
in this aspect of this game, and I was watching some of it at the end of the day, the biggest weakness that they're going to have to deal with is they post-defense. Jotik is killing Zubak. Interest. Killing both. And, and, Equally. No. Um, they're going to have to deal with that. Now, I don't, you know, if you want to talk about the matchup with the Lakers and all that type of stuff, there's the, the AD thing is a problem. But Rondo showed that he's going to be a problem, not necessarily getting the post, but just out hustling other players. Um, the Clippers got certain unplayable players on their team that people thought the Lakers had. The Lakers do. The Lakers got people like JaVale McGee, which I think is unplayable. Okay, not just in this series. I don't think JaVale McGee just meshed well with that team. Uh, do you got somebody with like Dwight, who probably will do really, really good in this Clipper series, but I, I consider him kind of unplayable at times. And I'm not just talking about the Jared Dudleys and stuff like that. The niggas are extremely unplayable. But the Clippers have multiple. Larry Shemmett, unplayable. Especially if he's breaking threes. Unplayable. I hate to say it. Reggie Jackson, unplayable. He played a minute this game. <laughs> unplayable. Played a minute. How did he play a minute of a basketball game? Now the rest of those dudes, what is it? Like Mo Harkless on them? Mo Harkless is a Mo Harkless is gone. <laughs> Who the fuck is that dude? Jermichael Green? Huh? Yeah, Jermichael Green. Jermichael Green is a gem for them. Um, He's been really good. He's really good for them. But, like, certain people is unplayable, and it's weird because that's getting exposed. And I'm on on the fence about Patrick Beverly being unplayable. But you need a starting guard. So, it's, it's wild. Um... That 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 Patrick Beverly asshole defense not gonna work in the playoffs, especially not against a Bron team when Bron gonna talk to the refs and say, "Look what this nigga doing." Um, and just that post defense, Zubac is getting smoked. Trez getting smoked too, but we not gonna talk about the Trez getting smoked much as much as Zubac is. Trez getting smoked to the point where he they, he's not playing that much. That's the funny thing. Like. It's just sad. And Lou Williams getting smoked too. That's but he normal. always gets smoked. That, that's normal. Um, and not going to cap. Lastly, the things I've seen Jamal Murray do when I'm paying attention to that game, he shouldn't be doing on Kawhi. Kawhi was one finger poke block away from them having another contested game. Yeah. Yeah. And I seen a play when Jamal Amar Murray just beat Kawhi off the dribble. But Kawhi's just gonna have to demand him be the star. Cause at this point, is Doc Rivers coaching the shit. The second series. Yeah. you are you I'm pretty sure they probably was the the biggest favorites in the without all the series in the playoffs right now, each second round series, they was the biggest favorites to just win. Yeah. And I'm not, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't care like what people say, 
about I'm gonna keep it buck G. When people tell when they say that our uh, teams underestimate, I believe that's full of cap. I believe that's cap most of the times. Now there's a difference between underestimate and fear. I don't think anybody should underestimate anybody in the playoffs. One C, A C, none of that shit. Cause history shows that you can look what happened to the Bucks. One Christmas Middleton game, they would have been if they had that Christmas Middleton game, they would have swept. Yep. So the, the, I think the the notion of we underestimated them is so stupid. You don't underestimate nobody. Do you ever see a UFC fighter going into the ring and say, "I got my block knockoff because I underestimated this fighter"? No, I didn't hold on to this choke because I underestimated his ability to stay in. No. So. In this aspect, there should be no if this the fact it shouldn't be a game seven, right? I part of me wants to see Lakers versus Clippers just to show that the Lakers is the better team, or if the Clippers are the better team, just to get this notion out of this. Uh, and like, I just want to give a clown. I know the same black the tacos, but for the goalpost movies, just because you hate LeBron, like. And I guess we can go into the Rocket series right after, but why move the goalpost for certain situations, right? You see a team in the Clippers that everybody in the beginning of the season, because of eye test, thought that this team was going to be the best team in the league, that they were going to be able to stop past everybody. They gave them excuse in the regular season by just saying, yo, this this team is built for the playoffs and shit like that, even though nobody on there except for Paul George and technically Lou Will and and Kawhi Leonard got playoff experience. Patrick Bev literally watched hard and shrivel every year. So I want to talk about that. They got all this first team defense, Pat Bev and Kawhi Leonard. That's all they talked about. Jack McMillan, whatever that woman's name is on ESPN, famously said, who's going to guard the Clippers? Who's going to shoot over the Clippers defense? The Lakers ain't got it. So we use all these assumptions and things of that nature. Even with the Rockets coming in and saying, not the Rockets, but people saying, the analytics guy saying, there's nobody statistically guard James Harden and Russell Westbrook and the rest of these teams. It's just the Lakers games to lose. The hardest um, team they can go against, nobody wants to see the Rockets. They beat them within five. But the other team who's going against the Nuggets, who just won seven games with senior COVID and, and diet got done Dwayne Wade and they go on seven games again. Now, this is big credit to Denver. Huge credit to Denver. But don't move the goalpost. Admit this Lakers team is built for shit like this. And other teams is not. If the Clippers do not win Tuesday, it's not even just the fact that there's going to be a Clippers pack in there, bro. Fuck that. We smoke every day, B in terms of sports. It's the fact in the words of Funkmaster Flex, you lied. You fucking lied. Sorry for cursing. I am getting better though. So it's it's wild. I want Devin to win, but like I do want I think Devin will give 
it will go to six because Denver just gonna have a chip on their shoulder as the Lakers. This is gonna be hard to deal with with the Lakers, right? Yeah. Um. But it's just I think certain teams are built for this shit, right? And I also want to have offseason talks about the Clippers to see what they do because it's gonna be fun seeing what the hell we're gonna send Paul George. <laughs> Probably gonna be a Milwaukee. Uh, but yeah, I definitely agree with everything you're saying. Uh, a lot of pressures on the Clippers, G. A lot of pressure. I believe, like, like the Nuggets is coming in. Like, G, we just got done completing a three-one comeback. We just got done. We're gonna do this again and again. Well, not again, because if they see the Lakers, I'm sorry. Bron not playing, bro. <laughs> like Bron smells finals in the air if he sees the Nuggets. He's not going to play with his food. <laughs> Just going to play. He's not like Kawhi. He's not going to play with his food, G. <laughs> but if but like I believe the Nuggets have all the momentum. I think they they're literally feasting off pressure. Like they're feasting off of it, bro. Like, they, they want it, G. And, like, when I'm looking at the scores of the games, outside of game one, which I understand the Nuggets just got done coming from a, making a miraculous comeback in a seven-game series, I expect them to get blown out. Second game, Denver won, won, won by nine. Next game, Clippers won by, what is it, six. Clippers win by 11, but they also, got, but the Clippers kind of took, like, they, they defense magically woke up that game because they dang near lost that game. And that was game four. Game five, Nuggets win. Nuggets win again. Like, literally, the Nuggets came back literally the past four. Since game four, they literally, there was points where they had control of the game. They had control. This could easily be over. But Kawhi literally blocked the ball with his middle finger. And that changed the whole momentum. But, um, but like I'm impressed by the Nuggets, G. Like they are, they have a lot of heart, and they like, uh, I, like they have a lot of heart, G. And I want them to prove me wrong. Prove to me that you are a legit contender, G. Prove to me. Prove to me. And also, uh, shout out to Jokic exposing Montrez Harold, G. The nigga said he did his robbery. Y'all said that man was Dennis Rodman, bro. He said it. He said he was Dennis Rodman, bro. Dennis Rodman ain't getting uh playing 15 minutes. Dennis Rodman ain't letting a fat out and no shade towards Jokic. He's a fat out of shape white uh Europe Eastern European guy. Now he could probably choke me with his bare hands if he gets hands on me, but when you look at Jokic, G, and you look at Montrez, there's no reason why that man should be hooping you up to the moon like that. It was a point, like, I watched bits and pieces of the game because the Bears was pissing me off. There was a point, and I forgot who was guarding him. That man literally did, a like, a very, it was a smooth but ugly-looking fadeaway, bro. And I was like, gee, how does he do this? Like I love watching Jokic play basketball, G, because literally he he make he literally gives me hope to literally be 
to literally just sit there and go to somebody's uh, open gym and just hoop like that, G, if I just get put my footwork back together. But, dog, Jokic be hooping these dudes up. He has sent, he has reg- regulated Montrez as a fraud. If you give that man a max, the Clippers or any team in offseason, I will laugh. I will laugh Ooh. and keep laughing. The man only played 15 minutes. And it wasn't because of foul trouble because he was getting cooked. Zubox getting cooked too, but literally he's at least put up a better fight. Hey. Hey. Like, bro, that I'm ain't listening, it. bro. But respect to the uh, Nuggets, G. Win or lose on Tuesday. Y'all earn a little bit of piece of respect for me if you lose. I just say y'all just not ready yet. But prove me wrong. Prove me wrong. Prove to me that y'all are legit a contender, G. Please prove me wrong. Prove me wrong by literally sending the golden boy of the league Clippers home. Do it. Do it. Do it, please. So, but let's go ahead. Let's talk to the, uh, let's go ahead and talk to the Lakers. I'm going to talk about the Lakers and Rockets. Um, let me go ahead and drop this real quick. Five the backwood. What the bitch is talking about? She ain't all right, man, that hard to pack up in the air. That rust pack in the air. Y'all owe, first and foremost, G, y'all all, a lot of y'all owe the Lakers an apology. Y'all owe the Lakers backcourt an apology. Y'all said them niggas is ass. Y'all said Danny Green was going to get cooked. Y'all said KCP was going to get cooked. Y'all said Caruso was going to get cooked. Y'all said even I, Ray John Rondo, I apologize personally. But y'all all said Rondo was going to get cooked as if playoff Rondo is not a form. Y'all owe that backcourt a huge apology. Y'all said Dame was going to hoop them up to the moon. Dame got Dame is back went back to Portland and make it and back in the studio. Y'all said CJ McCollum was going to cook them. That man is podcasting again. Y'all said James Harden was going to get them out of here. There's a picture of him at a tiki bar. Y'all said Russ was going to get them out of here. Ray John Rondo's brother waved to him goodbye. Y'all owe these niggas an apology. Y'all owe them one. There ain't no hoes. Y'all said literally that these two teams was going to get them out of here. But I understand y'all hate y'all y'all hateful LeBron literally melts y'all brain sometimes and y'all 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 dis y'all y'all don't factor in logic. It happens. But y'all owe the Lakers a huge apology. Meanwhile, the Clippers is going six against Luca. Luca and Tim Hardaway Jr. Because Porzingis wasn't on the court like that. Clippers out here going going to seven against the Nuggets. And they don't know no better yet. Michael Porter Jr. literally just sitting there chucking up shots. And they go in. He don't know no better yet. And they going to seven. Y'all owe the Lakers a huge apology. Y'all said they had the tougher road. 
They had the worst matchups. It seems like the Clippers had got the tougher road to me. And I think I said that on the podcast. No, 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 no. The hell no. Hell no. No, no, no. bro, hold on. I recall saying the Clippers have potentially a tougher road. We're just focusing on the Lakers and the issues. I, I, <laughs> okay. Check. You can listen to old episodes. I remember no, what I no, said. No, no, I'm not saying that you're wrong. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that's not going to be the dialogue that the Lakers had the easier road. I don't believe that. And I'm not saying, like I said, I'm not saying you're wrong or trying to debate this situation. Mm-hmm. But there is no way that we're going to discredit the game plan. Fuck game one. The the purpose of playing the AFC is to get to the second round easy. Easy. Yep. There's no such thing as an easy second round. At all. It should, well, at least it shouldn't be no easy. Second round should, shouldn't be easy. Like, unless you're the, unless the, you're the Miami Heat. Fired, and it's just playoffs, period. The first round is a gift for the people who play good. Now, what? if you're like five and six seed and three and four, like, that's what things kind of, you know. But the reason, yeah, I say this. You had a team that people, because they look at advanced analytics, as the best defensive team in the bubble. In the bubble. Which bit cat. And I have a I have a something to say in regards to that if uh real quick. Go ahead. That's because literally teams decide to shoot threes with them instead of like my theory of you score with the Rockets, you don't shoot with the Rockets. That's why. So if you're gonna sit there and chuck up fifty threes with the Rockets you're not going to score. You're not. You're not scoring. You're just shooting shit. Just to shoot it. Because they made a three. Oh, we got to make a three to even it up. No, you don't. Get your two. Maybe get an and one. That's your three points right there. They're going to get cold eventually. Plain and simple. And if they don't get cold. At the end of the day, the way that team plays, and the Lakers literally did it they so. They didn't felt, especially the last the, the last game, they didn't feel hard like that. Now, game three, I mean, some game of them three. games where game it was just four, like, hey. Game four, no, game four, I think they felt the shadow harder. Yeah, that was the game where he was, uh, he had 10, 10 field goal attempts, but he had like 21 uh, free throw attempts. Yeah. But it was all about defending everybody else. This is the thing. Other teams let Aaron Gordon beat them. Other teams let, let because this is the, the fucking thing. Harden is going to get his points. Yes. He, is. he shoots his stuff out the game, not the defense. I didn't see this nigga shoot over people on triple teams. The Warriors, Iggy, Clay, and Draymond guarded one shot on him. And he still made that shit while getting the foul. Yep. Kawhi Leonard had his freaking goddamn Decepticon hands in front of his face. Made the shot and then tapped Kawhi Leonard on the butt and said, good contest. (laughs) 
So there is a there is a style difference. So in that situation, not let, let these role players beat me. Because this is what's going to happen. PJ Harden is going to get PJ Tucker in rhythm. He's going to get Aaron Gordon in rhythm. He's going to get Rocco in rhythm. Before House was out there trying to get sucked off by a masseuse in the bubble, he's going to get him in the, in the, in the rhythm. He's going to get everybody. Austin Rivers is going to be in a freaking rhythm. Because you're so focused on Harden. And what you, you should double team Harden. You should try to make it to the point in which Harden is not as comfortable. But what you don't do, you don't leave the people open. PJ Tucker, you can leave open. I doubt with those times. You don't leave somebody like Eric Gordon open who can get 26 along with Harden 36 and Russell Westbrook 30. And you lost that game. Um, but as I was saying, you have two MVPs, and I'm not saying this in a mean sense. Oh, Westbrook is not the same as he was with the MVP. Yeah, because he's a second fiddle. Tell me, tell me, when an MVP who became second fiddle wasn't the same. This shit happened to Curry. Yep. Like, come on. It happened to Curry. Because his touches are not the same. He not getting that ball in, 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 in certain times where they just, fuck it, give it to Westbrook. Yeah, cook. Like, there is no, his youth is probably is still the same, but that don't mean his, the way he plays the same, right? Mm-hmm. If that team was particularly built around for the success of Westbrook and Harden. They had shooters all around them. Them shooters knew how to create space. P.J. Tucker was a great defender. But in the absence of him playing God, I, I shouldn't say great defender. He was an okay defender. But in the absence of, of him not being tall enough and, and being able to catch board, Rushbrook ate. He ate. And Harden, even though in that fourth quarter, I saw him passing that ball a lot. He was passing that ball a lot this in the fourth quarter of this series. But Harden still did what, what Harden do, except for that one game in which they just sent him to the line. Cop out situation. Harden averaged almost thirty. So when you look at, at how this team was built and how everything went for this team, you can't look at me and, and say in the face that Lakers have the easy road because everybody in their mama said no one wants to see the fucking Rockets. But what happened? Is the Rose take the glasses off or something? Because. We people said the Lakers was a first round exit. Y'all definitely didn't say that. Because of y'all saw them damn bubble games. Now look at all the crazy bubble teams. Where they at? One, two, three, Cancun. The only bad, bad bubble team that was a good team in a regular season that when it got to the bubble, that was extremely bad. That's not someone succeeding. They gone now, but that was the fucking Milwaukee Bucks. But everybody else doing their thing. Celtics weren't really particularly good in the bubble like that, right? Eastern Conference Finals. Indiana, amazing in the bubble. Where they at? Home. For a coach. Calling Dan Tony. The Jazz, decent in the bubble. Where they at? Home. Blew a 3-1 lead. Blazers, the best bubble offense. Where they at? In pieces. Come on. Mavs. 
Probably the second best bubble offense. Where they at? Home. Korea. Freaking Porzingis back getting beat up and got darn clubs. Like, there's no, there's, 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 I don't want to hear that shit. Sorry for cursing, but I am, I believe I'm getting better at this. I don't want to hear it. I don't. There is a, a certain, just like cap that I'm not going to stand for when it's come to talk about a team that y'all made the underdogs. That has LeBron James and Anthony Davis surrounded by nothing but role players. Don't let Lakers Twitter make you seem like that team bad because it's a team Twitter. They always gonna overreact when when, when Danny Green missed threes. They always gonna get mad when 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 Contavious Caldwell Pope getting cooked or can't cook him damn self. But through this whole entire time. They talk shit about Vogel being the coach. They talk shit about Jason Kidd being the coach. They talk about how they have the most retarded team in the league. They talk about how Bron O, AD inconsistent and don't know how to win. Just Green, I mean, Danny Green O. The only people thing people pay is for fucking Kuzma. Talking about how Dwight Howard O. Talking about how this team ain't got it. Called Jared Dudley literally. Called Jerry Dudley and development being literally stupid. Said Frank Vogel is not a good coach. Which is cat. Frank Vogel. Mean the hell out of Jason Kidd. But look where they at now. Because in a situation in which a team with LeBron James and AD have players around him that can literally probably not play the best defense, but on a great day, it's really, really good. But also, probably when they look in the regular season, they want the best shooting team. But on a good day, it's really, really good. Honestly, yeah, Rondo proved everybody wrong. Motherfuckers just thought he was really bad out there, except for me. Oh, 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 oh! Because we go back on the we go back on the pod catalogs, and I would say keep Rondo in the game. You, but hey, you, I agree. You, 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 hey. you, was, you, was, you was the Rondo caper. You was the hey. Rondo cape. Even though almost every other game, I almost backpedal. We probably did if we go back. But it's just it is disrespectful to say they had the easier road. Because they didn't. Because of the standards y'all put on them other teams. Yep. Nigga, we told you what was going to happen to P.J. Tucker when AD put his ass on him. No homo. Nigga, Eric Gordon was guarding LeBron. I didn't see Robert Covington on LeBron all series, by the way. Y'all said he was going to shut LeBron was too busy down. making sure he didn't get all the fucking out-rebound. Guess what happened? It happened. But no. No, no, no. I'm not hearing that. The Lakers had the treacherous role. The most treacherous. Because that's what y'all said. Y'all played the eye test. Y'all, hey, y'all was listening to Skip. Y'all was listening to Skip and uh, Stephen A and all them hot take analysts. And y- y'all ran with what they said, G. Knowing y'all ain't watch a game. Shout out to them ESPN highlights. Yeah. Hey, man. Lakers did what they were supposed to do. They did what they were supposed to do. I am going to, like, it's easy to give LeBron a lot of credit, give Rondo a lot of credit, but I'm also going to sit here and give Frank Vogel a lot of credit. Yes. 
a lot of credit. It Whatever talk he had with AD to say, look, nigga, you're starting at the five, even though I'm pretty sure he said technically you're the four and Markeith Morris is going to be the five. But point of it all is this. That nigga was the five. And it worked. Well, it was going to work either way. Let's just put it that way. It was going to work either way. But point is, literally, that man literally said, hey, Dwight, I can't play you. JaVale, I absolutely cannot play you. Y'all going to sit on this bench. Y'all going to chill. Y'all going to be happy. Y'all going to be part of the fun gestures that's going to happen when these niggas shoot them out the gym. And, and you're going to play next round, more than likely. And into the finals, y'all going to play. But right now, you guys can't play. I'm sorry. Y'all not AD. Y'all not Markeith. Y'all not Kuz. Not Bron. But Vogel. And also, not even just with the lineup rotation changes. It's also the defense he came up with to limit the Rockets' three-point shooting. In the limit, Harden. That was smart. That literally, the how they like you supposed to like teams double team Harden. It don't mean nothing. Yeah. I saw meaningful double teams. Like actually pickpocketing Harden, not him just getting a chance to step back out of the double team and make a three in your face, right. which we see often. Like they like it was smart. It wasn't just okay. Double team when he gets the ball. It was, hey, if it's 10 seconds left on the shot clock and he has the ball, double him. Double him. Make him make a move. Make him make a move. And say, and if he passes it, we win. Because guess what? He's not shooting that bit. That was smart. Don't, literally, if Russ wants to shoot threes, be my guest. <laughs> literally. Challenge everybody else to make threes. The only person who was actually covered to shoot threes was P.J. Tucker in the corner. And even then, sometimes they said, let that nigga shoot. And even then, the closeouts, all of that, pristine. Because I think it was a game where literally I think the Rockets only shot 23s. Now, any other team, that's pretty damn, that's a, that's a lot. But the Rockets, damn, bro. What the fuck y'all doing? <laughs> Literally. Heck, I don't think you can give credit to Vogel. I'm sorry for cutting you off, which is great. But tied with that, as I look, the role players stepped up. Not yeah, I was going to get to them next. I was going to get to them next. Because that's just Rondo. Yo, Cal Kuzma give you 17. And Marcus Morris give you 16? A four for four from the three? Yep. Hey. Yep. And but yeah, like Vogel deserves a lot of credit. But just the, I like I'm giving credit for the defense and the rotations. But the role players did what they had to do. All series. All series. Like Rondo was asked that first game, but after that he 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 figured it out. And Alex Caruso, spectacular job. Marquise Morris was probably the one that shined the most because he was thrown into the fire more than anybody. Because I think he, that man went from probably playing like 10 
if lucky 20 minutes a night to literally like, all right, bro, you probably going to be out here for 30. And, and literally he, he shined, he shined. Honestly, let's keep it real. He's looking better than his brother right now. Mm. Like in terms of playing brother, his role. Brother, I'm on that shot away from being suspended for a couple games. That too, because it's, Look, I thought Markeith was the hothead. Marcus is wilding. <laughs> that nigga's wilding right now. But um but yeah, those like the role players have stepped up tremendously, defensively and offensively, making timely shots, doing what they're supposed to do. KCP making timely shots. Danny Green literally actually being Danny Green and not Danny Bricks. Talk to him. Like all of that matters. Vogel threw the rookie out there. Shout out to, uh, I want to make sure, Horton Tucker. Talent Horton Tucker, G. Shout out to him. Simeon Legend, Southside Chicago, G. We ho- we groom hoopers here, my nigga. Even though I'm from Curie, fuck them Simeon niggas forever. But literally, we groom hoopers in the Southside, G. He went up there, game, game four and five, and said, hey, I'm probably gonna play ten minutes, but I'm a, I'm gonna make the most out of these ten minutes. Did that thing, G, because somebody clearly needed a break. Somebody needed to rest up a little bit, and he did that. And he and literally off that alone, you might get more minutes. You might get more minutes because he's definitely gonna be in the rotation next year for sure. I believe so, but that's just upping. The, his trust with the team. And that's great to see. I'm happy to see that. Shout out to the Rook. But, gee, shout out to like, the Lakers was in the mood of get these niggas the hell up out of here, G. Get them out of here. And they did that. Y'all champion the Rockets. We, we hyped them up a little bit, too, on the podcast. I ain't going to cap. But, bro, they still went to seven against OKC, my nigga. They let Dort drop 30 in the closeout game. We haven't seen Harden play defense since. Put respect on the Lakers, G. That's just all we ask for. Put respect on the team. This is a really true contending team. Yes, is the shooting can be abysmal at times? Yes. Can AD be inconsistent? Sure. But literally, G, this is still a contending team. Easily. And this is the funny thing. They have champions on their team. That's the thing. They have champions. LeBron's a champ. LeBron's a champ. Rondo's a champion. J.R. Smith, what even the, the dudes who really don't even get to play that much, J.R. is a champion. Danny Green's a three, two-time champion. About to be three, possibly. They have JaVale's a champ. They have players who've been there. Been there. They understand. Hey, get these niggas up out of here. They smell blood, you take it. And they have that. 
with great players, great talent, who who are probably just as hungry as they are too. You have to give that respect. That's all you have to do is give them that respect. Jason Kidd is the only coach with championship experience on up there, but literally, you can. T- but so it's like, come on now. Compared to the team that y'all want to champion, who think they the champs, but they ain't got no champs. It's the difference. It's a difference. Huge difference. But respect to the Lakers, G. Now I think we've got to really put the spotlight on the Rockets now. Um, Or do you want to wait and cover the rest of the playoff teams before we move on to the Rockets? Because I think we're going to be on them for a minute. So I want to get to the Eastern Conference first. Yeah, let's get the rest of them out the way. All right, so uh, Bucks got swept. Hey, look next, next, bro. We can talk. Let's, I don't even want to talk about that whack ass team, though. <laughs> we'll talk about that. That's what I say, bro. Give me my check, G. Mike Budo's team, bro. They not built for it, bro. Hey, we'll put that on a shirt, G. That is going on a shirt, G. When we when the threes for the ring uh, t shirts come out, bro, make sure we put Mike Budo's teams, G. Like, hey. But uh, Celtics Raptors. Really great series. Um, at least, especially like the last three, four, last three games were really close and contested. Uh, but I don't know where to go with the Heat versus Celtics. I don't know. I feel like it's going six or seven though. Who wins? I don't know. I really don't know. Look, if the Celtics win, I might take the NBA rig. But oh, yeah. He, you know, what'd you say? I said, oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> I might take the NBA rig. We ain't have a Heat versus Celtics finals in a minute. But, I mean, a Heat, I mean, a Celtics versus Lakers finals in a minute. A couple years, actually. Uh, wait, since 2010, right? Yeah. Uh, 2010, yep. Yeah, we need the that. The whole decade. Um, yeah, even though I think the, the Lakers versus Celtics series would be really fucking good. I think the Lakers win in five, but I think I definitely think the Celtics get a game out of them. I mean, yeah, get a game out of them. You know, this this podcast is a pro market smart podcast. Come through one day, big homie. Just talk about your game and stuff like that. Um But um back to the heat, bro. They just played better. They was a better team. Yeah. This wasn't no upset. This wasn't a – they were the better team. Clear cut. If you had the Milwaukee Bucks after game one, that's a hell. Literally, guard to paint, let Chris Middleton kill us. It only worked for one game. And they won. Giannis is too one-dimensional, bro. Yeah, yeah, easily, easily. Like he needs somebody like a. I don't want him to go to the woods. He needs somebody like a stuff. He needs somebody like a KD, a Kawhi. You got a chip. He he's so close to him, but he's too one dimensional. 
He's, 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 don't get me wrong. Giannis is really freaking good. He's good enough to be a one-dimensional star to make him seem like God darn, he's better than everybody in the league. Like, he's really good. There's not that many people who can stop Giannis at the rim. But there's a lot of teams that, that can. If you thought the Milwaukee Bucks was going to the finals, shit, if I said it in an earlier podcast, that's an L. I think I was the one between us. I think I was the most consistent saying, I don't see it happening. I just can't. You was too busy on Philly. And, and me, I just honestly either saw the Raptors or or Mel, uh, Miami having a team built to beat Giannis. I was definitely stuck on Philly. <laughs> and you better go to their team on my career, boy. <laughs> You better make a point guard go to their team or something. Nigga, bro. I nigga no, I can't. I'm a small forward. Always, always will be. Yeah, I'm not going to fit on that team. <laughs> and I don't make pure shooters. Just be a shooter, bro, because they need you. I don't need, um, I, I don't make shooters. Oh, but no, bro. Like, I'll put, it's just like, who did you, like, they have a team where they got people switch on Giannis, but other than that, they're going to score with you. They're multiple. going to score with you, and multiple people are going to score. Like, they have four people, I believe, who drop 20 any given night. Drogic, Jimmy, Tyler Hero's in there, and Bam can give you 20 any night. Which he did, multiple nights. Yep. And it's just not that. Jimmy is a Horrible shooter. Budahauser. I'm calling horrible. He's horrible. Bro, do you know his percentages? Fucking outside three point line, even inside it, when he does a jump shot? It's ass. Really bad. He just makes shots sometimes. He makes really tough shots for him. But, like, there is. Like, Budahauser, every year, trying to find a way to counter Jimmy. Guess what? What day trail? Tyler Hero making a bucket. Bam, getting in there. Uh, Duncan Robinson really was kind of unplayable because of the defense that Milwaukee did. But um, Drogic, Drogic, getting in there. I love Drogic, bro. First person ever won the ring with on my career. Like there, there's a stout difference in both of those teams. It's just the heart. Jimmy Butler got so much faith in his supporting cast that Giannis don't have. I'm not, you know what? I'm not going to make assumptions. I'm not going to make assumptions. That Kawhi don't have. Now, in, in this situation, when we look at, at at Jimmy, he said game two. What I did, I got multiple people on my team who could do the same thing. Just straight leadership. He expects so much greatness out of them. And I'm sorry, I was a capital. I thought Jimmy Butler ruined teams. It's kind of ruined Philly. He lowered the confidence to call that many times. But he just told that man to be better. That's all he asked for. Be better. <laughs> now they are proud position to even if they lose a finals. Tell me one free agent or butter free agent or superstar that forces a trade. Don't want to go to Miami with that good ass team. Yep. Come on, bro. 
Come on, man. Miami. And your team fire. And you got an all-time great coach. Just like dude with the voice, just like dude said in the on those uh voiceover videos, palm trees and water and bad bit yeah. and bad holes. Bro, oh bro, look, it's a destination. It's a definitely a destination. So yeah. Uh, but yeah, like I really don't know like whether or not who's gonna win this series. The Celtics, I like once again. I said this often on this podcast. I like Jason Tatum. I like Jalen Brown. I love Marcus Smart. Kimba's cool. I just hate the fact that they are on the Celtics. I just hate that franchise. I really do. So it's like my mind says, hey, you should root for the uh root for the Celtics. Celtics should win this series. But my heart says, nah, nigga, you hate them. Go heat. This is really going to be a really fun series. They match up really well against each other. Uh, the only area where I feel like the where it's like obvious advantage is uh, front court because Daniel Theus is not Bam is going to make Daniel Theus look horrible, really bad, like bad. Like like the Heat have a respectable front court. Like Bam is really good. I'm going to add Jay Crowder to that because Techley's playing power forward. Kelly Olenek and uh, I don't even think Miles Leonard even gets tick. But they have a really good front court. Oh, see, then you don't get tick. But Kelly Olenek, I trust the front court of Kelly Olenek, Bam, and Jay Crowder than I do uh, Daniel Theodis. Uh, that little Williams dude that is literally just a fat 6'7 dude and... Uh, Robert Williams, who is still very raw in terms of talent. That's where yeah. I think the advantage really comes in. Yeah, that's the advantage that comes in, I think, for the Miami Heat as well. Though the the I think they can edge it out. I don't know, man. I don't have a I don't have a favorite in this series. I, yeah, this is this is just gonna be a Miami. great series to watch. Like it, if this is a series just to enjoy great basketball, because yeah. you have two A one coaches, uh, in terms of just like perimeter play, like I feel like they're almost equal. It's just gonna be dependent on a Jimmy or a a Jason Tatum who's gonna who's gonna outplay the other. Yeah, yeah I think Jason Tatum is gonna be the best player on the court. But it ain't about that in this series. It's about the, who the best team. Yeah. So. Yeah, and I think both teams want it. Both teams really want it. So I'm, I'm interested to see where it goes, where the series really goes. It's going to be a really, it's going to be some moments. I don't know who's going to fight first, or who's going to bark at the other first. But I'm positive that Jimmy and Marcus Smart will cl- will clash. It's going to happen. Ooh, boy, it's going to happen. It's going to be lovely when it happens. But uh, that's going to be a really great series, six or seven. Uh, whoever does win that series, just know uh, I don't see you winning the championship. Just keeping it real. Unless um, somehow the Nuggets magically get there. But even then, if the Nuggets get there, it just it's meant to be. <laughs> it was just meant to be. But whoever comes out, I don't see him winning 
the championship in the, uh championship all together, but I'm sure they will give whoever comes out the West a go some go. Like they will definitely give them some go. But this is gonna be a really great series. Alright, so which uh organization we're about to uh oh wait, before we uh get to that, uh Billy Donovan uh said A adios, uh I'm not signing y'all extension, he's leaving OKC. Why about to I'm... be the coach of the Chicago Bulls. And I thought about it. I wouldn't be mad. I really won't be mad. Mainly because it's like, hey, he did a solid job at o- with OKC post KD. I mean, well, with with KD and Russ, then post KD, post Russ this season, he has done a really solid job. A really solid job coaching. So I I wouldn't be too mad at if the Bulls decide to get him. I'm still one of those people like, hey, get a young, get a black guy and see where it goes. But at the same time, I want, I think Billy Donovan is a good enough coach where I believe like we can be a good team sooner than later with him. So I wouldn't be mad. I'm, I'm very, I will be cool with. It. He's my number one in terms of like experienced coaches. So uh, I wouldn't be mad at that hire. We'll see where it goes later. But um, also, I wouldn't be shocked if he goes to Philly. Um, moving on, uh, who we turned down first, the Bucks or the uh, Rockets? Oh, the Bucks. All right, man. So, the Bucks, man. So, first and foremost, we're going to try not to trade Giannis anywhere in the midst of talking about it. Because I think I'm not taking that he – unfollowed his, the team and the teammates shit as literal as y'all are because players do it all the time and it don't mean nothing. LeBron does it because it's it's warm outside. So I'm not taking it literally. It be that way. It's funny because of his comments beforehand, but I'm not putting too much salt on the fact the man I'm following people because he probably know their ass about to be traded. But point of it all is this. That team wasn't going to do sh- in, in the first place. Y'all hyped them up to the moon. Literally, this the 2020, the 2019-2020 Bucks is literally the reincarnation of those late 2000s Cavaliers-LeBron teams. Literally the reincarnation is just Chris Middleton is a slightly better version of Mo Williams. Matter of fact, he's a six seven Mo Williams. Let's just keep it all the way funky. Six seven Mo Williams. We're probably naming the episode Chris Middleton six seven Mo Will. But uh, point is though, G. That team wasn't going to do nothing. The fact that literally y'all consistently vote. Eric Bledsoe, in all defense, is disrespectful to other guards. The fact that y'all voted Brooke Lopez. And Loki, Brooke Lopez has literally snuck under the radar as a really great rim protector the past couple of seasons. But y'all picked him over LeBron in one of his best defensive seasons since probably 2016. Miami, my nigga. In Miami too, but like LeBron stopped caring about uh defense after he after he came back from three one. Um 
but it literally y'all overrate this team defensively. Y'all overrate this team as a three-point shooting team like y'all do every Mike Budenholzer team. Y'all really do. And literally, Mike Budenholzer is y'all coach. He's no good when it comes to comes to the playoffs. He's no good when it comes to literally coaching in the playoffs. No good. That man does nothing to make me believe he can coach a contender. He'd be a great, he's a great guy to probably coach a middle of the road team and something like that. Great. But once you feel like you're in contender territory, he should not be your coach. He should not at all. He gots to go, but he's not going to go nowhere because they like, hey, it makes no sense to get rid of him yet. Giannis is still there. We're still going to contend. But if you want to try to keep the man happy, especially if you're about to offer him a $270 million contract, Ooh. the assumption is, hmm, we really already paid Mike Budahos all this money. And let's see, the culture market is already freaking stacked. I'm Well, not that stacked in terms of qualified contending level coaches because the only one out there is Ty Lue. And I think he's going to Philly, like wholeheartedly. I believe he's going to Philly, or he's going to the Rockets, one of the two. But point is, you can't like so you 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 kind of stuck with him. Next, you gotta look at the roster. You have to, as an organization, you have to sit there and ask: Is Chris Middleton capable of getting? us to an NBA final. And literally based off your answer, hopefully it's a resounding no amongst your the the uh, basketball VP, the GM, assistant GMs. It should be a like, yeah, we tweet giving them $170 million. But we didn't want that man to go to the Magic. Oh. Nigga, what? <laughs> Let that nigga go to the Magic. If the Magic off that demand of Max, let him go to the Magic. I'm just throwing the Magic out there because it would have been a, a really beyond stupid team to give him all that type of money. Clipper, I mean, and the Bucks being that really outstanding stupid team. But Chris Milton is not a $170 million player. And we talk about this often when it comes to Max contracts. And the more I look at it, I respect the players for literally finessing these owners and just agreeing to the uh, – to like how max contracts and even super maxes because Jesus Christ, some of these players are getting away with highway robbery, but I'm not ever going to doubt a black man getting his money ever. Chris Middleton, you got you, you and your agent finesse the bucks for $170 million for the next five years. You're guaranteed that money. Get your money. Black man, get your money, get your two fixed. But regardless point is this, Point is this though, G. Chris Middleton is not ever going to live up to $170 million. Ever. He's just not. He's not. So this is what you do. Chris Paul should be on the hotline. He should. Chris Paul should be top priority. Because 
OKC is pretty much on full blown. Hey, we rebuilding. It was fun. That hey, it's dope that we got this playoff revenue, but we know Chris Paul is only gonna get older. Shy Glizzy's looking really solid, besides the fact that he looked scared in that game seven, but he'll grow up. We're stuck with Dennis Schroeder because I think he has a really stupid contract as well. We got to flip Steven Adams for something. We have to rebuild. They accepted it. They embraced it and shot to Sam Presti because I feel like he's going to do a hell of a job. But point is, Chris Paul needs to be on the Bucks' target list of A. We need to get him. If you can't get Chris Paul, Bradley Bill should be next. If you somehow fuck that up, you know what? Fuck it. Give me John Wall. Because I'm sure John Wall coming off a torn Achilles is way better than goddamn Chris Middleton. Ain't no blood in Milwaukee, bro. He ain't going to come. You're right. Wait. No, never mind. We're not going to talk, have that talk. But, hey. And then if you can't get one of them two from the Wizards, then you know what? C.J. McCollum sounds really cute. If I see the Cowboys fumble the ball one more time, but um, hey, um, no homo, bro. What? He just said CJ McCollum sound really cute. I look, bro. I ain't gonna. I'm, you my homie, bro. I ain't gonna oh, let you slide. No, I didn't. I didn't mean it that way. But you, you, you call the Blazers about CJ McCollum. Yeah, and that's literally the worst. That is the worst of the situations. And not to say that Chris Middle, I mean, CJ McCollum is a bad player or nothing like that. Because in my whole heart, CJ McCollum would be a multi-time. If the Blazers were in the East, CJ McCollum would be a three, four-time All-Star with Dane. All right, Easy. check it. Let's do it like this. Let's do it like this. All right. Griffin can't go to the Warriors because they ain't got nothing realistically they can trade him, right? There's nothing realistic to get for Giannis. Nothing realistic. But what if we do this, right? We do a three, we do a three-way trade. We send Chris Middleton to the Warriors. CJ McCollum goes to Philly. No, what the fuck was I thinking? No, we send Joel Embiid to Philly. He's already in Philly. I mean, send Joel Embiid to the Warriors. Oh, okay. Send Chris Middleton to Philly and give. No, because you no, no, it'll be a four way. You're talking a four way trade. No, 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 no. Because I was thinking, because you need to find a way. Because I was thinking, like, yo, find a way to get somebody like Clay. You give Joel, you give Greek freak Clay Thompson, they there. You got a perimeter defender and a person who can literally shoot anything from anywhere. Yeah. No hesitation. And he's still not going to see double teams because for some pair of reason, people don't respect Clay as much as they respect Harry. Yeah. Well, so, if I had to pick the, the lesser two evils, it's Clay. <laughs> oh, no, bro. That was a certain game six that happened at Oklahoma. That, of course. But the point is, Steph does more. And it's, it's scarier. Now, Clay, a hot Clay Thompson is a very, very dangerous pack. That nobody should want to open. Mm. 
literally that like literally once you open the ziplock you literally you're gonna sit that you you high off you high off off that off the sniff so literally like like i wouldn't like i wouldn't be mad at if that was to ever happen at the same time if i'm the warriors i'd be damned if i give up clay but also i'm getting joy and beat in the process so it's like one of those like, hmm, what do you want to do? But also from the Bucks, it's like as much as I love Clay, my question with Clay is going to be, have you improved on creating your shot off the dribble? Because it's not necessary. Like their main problem, and which is why I like I like the idea of Chris Paul or even Bradley Beal or CJ is because they can all shoot, but they take the ball out of Giannis's hands in crunch time, half court situations, and they can create something for themselves, for the team and for Giannis. Now clay, he's a solid playmaker, but that, that the nigga is known not to dribble. Hmm. He's, that's just not his game. And then the man, when the man decides to dribble too much, and he saw her dunking and laying the ball up, his ACL exploded. He overloaded yeah. himself. That's true, but come on, man. I like I love Clay, but it's like, hey, it happened. That's what happened. So I like the idea of Clay, the pair with Giannis, but then now you have to find a point guard because. If anybody I think who's going to be ass out above anybody on that roster, it's probably definitely Eric Bledsoe. He's definitely ass out. When he like got that, his money, so he good regardless. You said what? He got his money, so he good regardless. Exactly. And the thing is, Bledsoe also has the easier contract to flip. But to order to get Chris Paul, you need both Middleton and... You might not even have to... You might can go crazy, right? To get Chris Paul, you don't need that. You give you give up Bledsoe, Wesley Matthews. Listen That's to not me, enough. bro. Bro, I did the trade machine. You need a lot of money. No, you're gonna get rid of you're gonna get rid of Chris Middleton. Just wait for a second. Wesley Matthews and 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 what's the face? Go and Eric Bledsoe. You send them to OKC. I mean, not OKC. You send them to. You fuck me up because I had a. My fault. No, you go to. You send them to OKC. But you also send Chris Milton to a team like Denver, and you get back Will Barton and Gary Harris. Ah. If I'm the Nuggets, I'm hanging that phone to fuck up. You can't. You you don't hang the phone up off that. Because I understand Will Barton is great, but MPJ is gonna be your the one that's gonna be your star. The, and like, the main, another problem with that, the Nuggets already gave Jokic his max. Jamal Murray has his max. Yeah. You're cap strapped, and Denver is a small market. They're not by. They're not the type to want to carry three maxes, especially Chris Milton's nasty max because. Long-term thinking, 
you're probably going to end up having to pay Michael Porter, Bobo. You're going to give Jokic another max down the line as well. So it's like... I don't think there is... I don't think there is a situation in which Milwaukee come out good just because for some apparent reason they thought they could win with them too. I don't think there is. Because just getting Chris Paul just keeps you above water. And at this point, at Chris Paul age, he can literally slip on an ice cube when your season is over. That's the unfortunate part. Like, that's why I like that way. Bradley is too much money, too, because then he get his money, right? Yeah, but I don't think his is that much. And I think he's on a shorter contract. I think he's on a two-year, three-year max. So, like, you can flip him. And still won't be like we're stuck with this money for longer. Or you can like if you lose Giannis, you you're good. It's like okay, we'll just keep Bradley Giannis Bill will not be a Milwaukee Buck next season. I know we're not gems. Thank God, by the way, because I hate to be fired because niggas suck. But there is no conceivable way. Oh, wait, you're going to get the coach that's going to lead you a chip to a chip? You're going to give him a supported cast that's going to lead you to a chip? That's not happening. Nobody, the way I don't, to this day, the cap literally did did worse to the team that they thought it was going to save than it did help. And I will die on that hill, bro. Because you can't build anything in this star-driven league. Because so many people are so worried about keeping these typical, very good players and not letting them go. And now, I mean, what I mean by the cow, I mean Supermax, my bad. But now, you're in a situation in which you have to give Chris Middleton $190 million, I think, right? $170. $170 million. You gave Eric Bledsoe however much money you gave him. And now you got to give this nigga 200 or something. There's no conceivable way that you can keep all that and land all that. Nope. After what they see in the playoffs, probably game, what, three and four. No, what is it, four and five? Probably game four and five, people was high on Chris Middleton because he was able to lead them to one win. And the other one, a close loss. But anybody in their right man wouldn't be stupid. There's not one star player on a, a contender team that if you give them Chris Middleton, they left. Nope. And there's well, maybe Barry Dallas. Bates. Maybe Dallas. Say? Maybe. As a third option. Huh? As a third option. Chris Middleton get fucking cremated in the West. Um, bro, do you know how many niggas gonna be outpacing him? Out, like what? I said that's a third option. People gotta, rem- people gotta remember, the Bucks was number one, and I, I hate the conference thing, but the Bucks was number one in the league because of the people they had to go against in the East. If you bullying got darn the Bulls and 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 this team and the Charlotte and all that. Throughout your whole entire career, of course you're gonna have an MVP year, and of course you're gonna be number one team in the league because there's nobody who can contest you. 
And the teams that were contenders all beat them. So, of course, you're going to be in that situation that 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 they're going to have that no Because there's this big, like, bro, Chris Middleton is not that, that good. Agreed. And I'll be glad GM's going to see that. There is no way you keep Giannis. And it sucks. At this point, you look at what you can get for him. I don't give a fuck where he wants to go. Undemand a trade. Fuck your demand. <laughs> like, so that's not no like if I want to see to Minnesota for Carl Anthony Towns and, and did the uh D'Angelo Russell, I'll do it. You be that rotten. <laughs> so I don't I don't care. Like there's nothing you can do. If I want to send you to New York, I'll fucking do it. Shit, I'll send you and Chris Middleton now. Y'all could be butt buddies in New York. The big apple getting fucked by goddamn Katie and Kyrie the whole year. If I want to send you to Cleveland, you will be in Cleveland. For them nice picks. If I said you to Phoenix, have fun. But basically, you will not be playing with Devin Booker. And if I see you to Miami, it's because I rock with you. But there's no conceivable way that he stays, bro. None. That te- you can't put anything around him that gets him past the Eastern Conference Finals. Bradley Bill, just like my Miami team, I don't know if he's going to be consistent all the way down that stretch. Again, he is the clear-cut best player on an Eastern Conference team that struggled to get 20 wins. Of course he's going to average 30. It was also a very – that team was horrible. Of course he's gonna average that. Who else shooting? Right Bill is a good player. But of course he's gonna average that, bro. It's just the way it is. Bradley Bill is a great player. So Bradley Bill ain't your saving grace. Even though it'd be nice to have Giannis like, oh probably can't do it. Chris Paul ain't your saving grace. Because that nigga could be cutting apples like D Rose and end up not being in the league again. You don't have a saving grace. Just don't trade him to the Warriors. Fuck whatever else he go. Just don't trade him to the Warriors. You get so much from the Heat and the Rockets. You get OG out and over from the Heat. I mean, from the I, not, I mean the Raptors. You get OG out and over from the Raptors. You get OG. You probably get an expired Mark Gasol contract. Shit. Fuck. Don't pass out Siakam in that bitch too. You don't need him. That nigga don't know nothing how to. This is Giannis know how to fucking finesse his half back down. That nigga just do a spin move. So yeah, I don't. I don't see there's any way. I don't see there's any way. I just can't see it. 
I'm not mad at it. Like, like, like with Giannis, it's, it's I'm very 50 50. I don't know what the hell he's going to do. Like, I really don't know his personality. Because we put so much emphasis on a, a great player having to win a championship more than ever. Yeah. Pretty much. So it's like, I really don't know. Like, I don't know what he wants to do. Like, his personality doesn't it's not what say his personality doesn't scream he he he's that type of person who'll just up and go and and all of that like but at the same time I don't know how much he legit values winning if you get what I'm saying. Yeah. So it's like if he values it and just be like, you know what, G, I'ma have I'ma get these awards, I'm straight. I just I'm I'm cool with being top fifteen all the time. I'm cool with that. Great. I get my championship later down the road or something when I could be the second, third option and all of that. You know, honestly, with his current skill set, he'll have to be the number two. But in terms of just like closing out games with his current skill set. That's what like Giannis needs a a a, a very great perimeter player with him. But okay, very great perimeter player. Like I said, and taking Chris Paul out that, like who there is nobody. There is nobody. Everybody's either got some wild ass contract on a team that can't accept Giannis or trade anything back for, them, or they're garbage. You take an old ass Chris Paul for what? Send Chris Paul to a better contender than that. Send Chris Paul to Philly. Joel Embiid probably out the double yards. I'll be mad as hell if they send Joel Embiid out for Chris Paul when literally you could. That's the case. You just get Ben Simmons out of there. Because <laughs> literally, if you get Chris Paul, you're taking Ben Simmons' greatest asset, which is I get to play make. Yeah. So it's. But then you know, again, Chris like, Paul is also the like, Chris Paul is very. I think that describes the best player that Giannis would be an alpha beta with, give or take, especially when close the game, is Damian Lillard. And his head is so far off being a Portland Trail Blazer that that's just not going to happen. That's why, in a perfect world, it would be Dame. In a very perfect world, it didn't be Dame or Luca. And. And I'm sorry. You call, I dare somebody to call Mark Cuban and say, trade for Luke, and he hangs up. No, you you just get Chris Porzingis, and Seth Curry and everything oh. else. But this is my thing. And, like, I was telling Tyler this. If I'm the Bucks, like, yes, do I want something for Giannis? Hell yeah. But I want, this is... A two-time MVP plus defensive player of the year with an MVP on top of it. I want more. Like when you brought up how, like, look, I send Joe ass to Minnesota and I take Cat and uh Cat and uh and D'Lo. That's yeah, in a perfect world. Give me all that. I want all your shit. Because 
this is in terms based off accolades and off talent G and potential talent yo I want everything not just picks picks sound lovely but I want all your shit it's kind of like that like yeah Porzingis sounds nice Seth Curry sounds nice but nigga if Luka ain't on there I don't give a fuck if I'm the Bucks, like, it's just, like, in terms of, like, if you want this nigga Giannis, especially if he doesn't say, I want out. Because as of right now, until he says, I want out, but even then, even with him, and he's mad and bitter, we're still in the playoffs. It's not like AD with the Pelicans where it's like, yo, this team is ass, and I want out, and you guys ain't going to be shit for a good long time. I want out. Then it's like, oh, I have all the leverage. On the Bucks, you still playing, and we're still a top four team in the league, or even in a or a top four team in our conference. Nigga, suck my dick. You're still playing at a high level for us. You ain't going nowhere. We'll let you go for free, and then we'll just be ass again. And that's I fine. You said no, what? No, the- Whatever you see, if you go somewhere like a Minnesota and take whoever, or you take, like, you send them to fucking New Orleans, you take that young star. Like, if you don't do that, there's literally nowhere people can go. It's like, really nowhere. Your contenders this year compared to the, the contemporary years. Bro, anybody gonna whoop your ass? Yeah, but to some so organizations, can't... look, if we contending, it don't it, contending means we're in the playoffs and we're at least getting to the second round. To some organizations, that's what I mean. Bro, so to them, been... Go that's ahead. good. It's not like the Pelicans where we're ass. We're horrible. No, but I'm, I'm trying to say what I'm trying to say is, bro. There's literally not a trade that you can make that will give you something in return that's as valuable as Giannis Antetokounmpo. Not one. That 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 Minnesota DNO, that's a pipe dream. There's not one trade you can make. Not one. Not one. Not one. Nothing will get you when you lose Giannis Antetokounmpo from either being a middle-of-the-road team who's fucked for the rest of the future or for the foreseeable future, you fucked. Pretty much. There's not one. He's too valuable. This is Way not Kawhi. Valuable. And I'm not, this is not a harper on Kawhi. Is that that San Antonio thought they were going to get something back that was going to be able to compete. Looking yeah. back, I'm pretty sure San Antonio was going to oh, fuck Namada Rosa. Pretty much. Hell, it's people already started rumors that he's going to opt out and take a cheap contract to go to the Lakers. <laughs> hey, man. That... Yuck. But, um... Well, then again, he's a crip. He'll like the Clippers, blue. So. 
Yeah. yeah. But different subject for a different day. But I I get where you're coming from. Like it's the nigga's too valuable. He's way too freaking valuable to just because any trade you're oh, kind of get thin ass. Awards gonna make it worse, boy. Them awards, boy. Like literally. Whoa. Any trade? Like, gee, that's I like that's like if the bull. It's like if the Bulls. It's like if the Bulls tried to trade Jordan in 1989. Nigga. I found it. If I actually found it, but if the comments didn't get said earlier this year, it actually would have worked. Bro, it would have worked. God, it would have worked. You add Houston, give me Westbrook, EG, and like Daniel House and a whole bunch of picks. I don't think the Rockets honest. have any more picks. Or you ask for Westbrook and you give Harden fucking Chris Middleton. That just open your floor even more. Gee, this, gee, in the perfect world, I'm pretty sure for Harden, that's that's joy. I have a respectable shooter, but my <laughs> nigga, you literally, if you're the Bucks, now you have a slight upgrade offensively for Eric Bledsoe, a downgrade. Defensively of Eric Bledsoe, and athletically, Eric Bledsoe at this point is probably a little bit more athletic than uh, uh, Westbrook. You said what? That's cap, but continue because Eric Bledsoe ain't hopping over centers to get a fucking rebound. That's also true, but skill set wise, Giannis and and Russ kind of play similarly. <laughs> skill set wise, I, I feel like 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 like, like cap like. If you was able to get Giannis and 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 Green Freak on the same team, you got Westbrook in the East. Think about it; he gonna yeah. look way better in the East than he is in the West. Maybe, yeah, but at the same time, that floor spacing at that point, everybody who isn't them two need to have a, a res- guess not even it. a respectable, a you great. You do this at the beginning of the year; the league gonna give you a stem pack, like they did the Lakers. I mean, like they did the Pelicans, gave them a stem pack. They definitely did give them. Yeah, you get this number one. You get this guaranteed number one pick. Even then. Even then, nothing. Like I don't think literally you you can't. They not in the lottery, so it's not gonna work that way. But G, I think in conclusion to move on to the Rockets, they fucked. (laughs) Yes, they are. Because. Their best bet, if they want to get, if if you just assume Giannis is leaving in free agency, because he's he's just too nice to ask for a trade, or he cares about his image. Middleton is the one who's going to get you at least something, something, at the least, but who knows? But the Rockets, uh. That's a big pack right there, man. Um, uh, for one, a part of me feel like you keep your core. You, you like because Westbrook's contract's disgusting, Harden's contract's disgusting. So your only assets is Eric Bledsoe, who at this point, I mean not Eric, I mean Eric Gordon, who's who who plays hard when he wants to play hard at this point because he got paid. And PJ Tucker is your best defender, and even then he's getting older. And 
you I and like you you're just assuming you want to just see we're suffering from coach fatigue, and you see what we can do outside of Dan Tony coaching this team for one season. But even then, it's just trying to trade Russ' contract is a chore because it's like he is not playing like he. He's 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 getting forty mil plus for the next two three seasons. You're stuck, and no, not just any team's about to take that contract. That's the sad part. So I think you're stuck. You can try to get something for Eric Gordon, but even then, I don't think you're gonna get something worth a damn. You don't have a future because you traded. All a lot of picks for Westbrook. You have no future. Like, gee, as an organization, y'all telling me y'all couldn't tell Harden and CP3 to figure it out? Y'all couldn't? Because it worked. You just ran... It's just literally... The Warriors just own y'all niggas. It be that way sometimes. But you telling me that literally you couldn't sit there and tell them for one more season that's go at it because the Warriors about to lose KD. Clay's not going to play. Draymond's washed. Y'all telling me they couldn't try it one more time? Put your egos to the side. Y'all was close to beating the champions Y'all were the only team that was well, that was that in terms of the conference close to beating them. Close. And y'all couldn't get it together for one time, bro. Like that is pathetic as a front office. Even that falls on your coach. Coaching too. That y'all couldn't get them two to figure it out for one more season. Yes, I understand Harden likes to freaking go to strip clubs to act a fool and crap like that. But dog. For the greater good, I'm pretty sure Chris Paul would have been willing to figure it out, G. The man willingly played a whole season at OKC. Yeah. Willingly. I don't have yeah. to do that. He willingly. So, I'm pretty sure he would have willingly tried to work something out with Harden if they pressed the issue. But they gave in so easily and said, hey. Hey, okay, see, y'all want Chris Paul, man, for hard for worse, it'll make hard and happy. All right, yeah, say less shit. <laughs> cool, cool. Like you gave OKC a favor, literally gave them a favor. But the Rockets are, it's just financially they in such a hell where it's just like, I'm sure like teams. Wouldn't mind having a Westbrook. It's just that contract. And that you just see his body is not holding up. Compared to previous years. It's like yo. I don't think we're going to ha- be able to keep this dude on the floor. For six, for 60 games. Mm. While also. Tending to how he plays. Like he, like Russ is still gonna be is a top five, top ten point guard all the time. However you break it down to it, but regardless, it's just that contract. G. Once again, shout out to Chris Paul and the Players Union. 
Y'all finesse the owners, G. Get y'all bread, black man. But, G. Y'all set it up where it's like, G. Even if y'all want to leave somewhere. It's tough. It is tough. Because, literally, you got to lose a chunk of a team. Like, literally, the Rockets in a situation where it's just like, even if you could trade, you're going to get a bad contract coming back. And that bad contract might be a player not worth a damn. Mm. And plus, they need to, and like, even if they do want to, like, rerun the current team as currently constructed, you still got to add a center. I don't give a f damn. Add a center. I understand they say, oh, go sign Andre Drummond and something like that. But you need somebody who can literally, for one, ease the burden of rebound off Westbrook because his body just can't handle it. Like, literally, going into the trees, 82 games a season, multiple times, is not good for a nigga who's 6'3". I don't care how freaking athletic and how he jumps. Steven Adams made it easy because he was boxing niggas out. And we we saw what Steven Adams is without Russ. But point is this. You need to get a center. At least a center. I don't care. Like you could go small ball off with the bench and stuff. Cool. You need a center. I don't care if you get Willie Cauley Stein. I don't care if you get freaking Dwayne Deadman. You need somebody who can at least sit in the paint and rebound the ball on both sides. Because it's just playing small ball and literally, especially, and the thing is, it's like, and this is where we talk about, the, go back to the Lakers. When the Lakers went small, GAD is 6'11", LeBron 6'9", Kuzma 6'9", Markeith Morris is 6'8", 6'9". KCP is 6'7". Danny Green is 6'5". Mm. So, let's look at the Rockets' uh, small ball. P.J. Tucker 6'5". Robert Covington 6'7". Those are your two tall niggas. Jeff Green is 6'8". Those are your. Those were technically playing front court. While everybody else is literally 6'4 and down. You can't win that way. You simply can't. Unless literally one of those 6869 dudes is brolic as hell. Which is why Draymond prospered. Nigga brolic. Iggy. Brolic as hell. Big swole nigga. That's why I worked for the Warriors. It don't work the same if you just sitting there like all oh, these niggas just short and all that. It's just not going to work. It just isn't. Especially when, when a, the other team has ski, players with actual skill and talent and they're just tall. Than you. You said what? Taller than you. Taller than that. Just particularly just taller than you. Exactly. With more <laughs> skill and talent. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like, bro, light work. So it can go for somebody like a Miles Turner. I would, um, I would. De matter of fact, 
Uh, you could go ahead and talk for a little bit. Let me play with the trade machine real quick. Cause hold on, let me see if that works. Uh, I don't have anything else to say. My dad told the experiment should have been done the first time you got smoked, but the second time you got smoked, I don't want to Um, uh, I think the I don't even think I don't give nobody really blame, but I think the fact that his like the Rockets fan base forever let Harden get away with just not playing good in the fourth quarter and stuff like that. So weird. Nobody other, no other fan base will do that. So weird. But, uh, yeah. I give it, I, I just, it, it shocked me more than anything that they just gave up. And, and I don't know what they can do to, to mend this. If they run it back with that same team, shouldn't have kept Melo. Agreed. I did not know that the Rockets had Mbabute on their team. But uh, Miles Turner is definitely an option. You just trade Eric Gordon and you just add somebody else. Miles Turner would be a solid option. Like a really good option. Like his contract, he is he, he, you know he's probably gonna be making between eighteen and twenty mil the next few seasons, but that's affordable now. You flip Eric Gordon and you just add a player. Some people are saying Lamarcus Aldridge, but I don't know how the money works. Uh, let me see. And I don't know who you give up for LA. Hold on, let me look at how much. Oh yeah, you got you got to give up more for Lamarcus. Like you have to give up more. Like at that point, PJ Tucker, Robert. Hold on, wait. Um, let's see. Yep, we just trade Eric Gordon and Covington. And the thing is, Lamarcus have really worked. He rebounds. He still spaces the floor, and it's just it's an easy bucket presence. Yep. Cause this the thing is just like something has to change, and I think if you like for me, just having one big makes a difference. One big makes a, a difference in the terms of like I ain't gonna sit there and say whether it's Miles Turner, like I said, it, like I said, it could be like I said earlier, it could be freaking Dwayne Dedman, Darlin's Noel. Call the Kings for Harry Giles. I don't care. Aaron Baines. Aaron Baines is actually really solid. Aaron Baines would be perfect, actually, for the Rockets. But I'm pretty sure the Suns want to keep him. Because uh, he spaces the floor uh, for for uh, Aiden and Booker. But he will be perfect because he's a really good rim protector. He's tough. He ain't no bitch. And he can shoot. Blow up. Oh, my table filled with some dumb shit. I got mad. Oh, okay. Damn, that's um, tough. I almost broke my laptop, but uh. Mm. But point is, the Rockets need to do something. I don't know who the hell their next coach about to be. I really don't know. Do I care? Not really. Um. 
they in financial hell, and it's for them to figure it out. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so there's really nothing else to really add about them. Like, they did it to themselves. Um, and they, they window closed after they missed 21 straight threes. They just keep it all the way funky. That window closed. It's gone. Uh, do we need to hit anything else revolving basketball? Oh, uh, Daniel House. I just want to say this for you, brother. Two, three, four, five years from now, when they do that 30 for 30 in the bubble, about the bubble, you're going to have a special segment. I want you to admit in that special segment that you took the fall for James Harden. I believe in my heart of hearts that you wasn't that stupid to, for one, not invite your wife to the bubble and all of that. I don't know if you have kids or something like that. I don't know. But, bro, please tell me you're not that damn stupid. For one, not to invite your wife to the bubble. But, two, the attempt to sneak, insert random IG hole into the same hotel. I hope you wasn't that stupid. Be honest and say that you took the fall for James Harden, bro. It's not going to do nothing, bro. It's like the jokes in itself was comical. Because shout out to the person that photoshopped the uh, horny on your jersey. But, bro, your 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 marriage wasn't uh, worth destroying for James Harden, G. We all predicted it was going to be James Harden, the one to kind of sneak holes into the bubble. But, bro, you don't have enough clout in the world to me, to think you was going to get away with that, bro. Niggas out here actually snitching, G. And plus, if you was going to even, if you was that horny, my brother, it's 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 literally, like, bro, ro- the room service maids are probably decent in Disney World, G. <laughs> the hotel staff was probably decent. I'm sure most hotel receptionists Tend to be pretty decent if they're young. And this is Disney World. They're probably decent. It was Waves, bro. Ask Donovan Mitchell. He went live on accident. Shout out to his wife, though. Shout out to his wife. Uh, I just pray that you, my brother, figure out your situation. Uh, I hope that you, that you did not leave any important possessions at that home because I'm pretty sure once you got off that, once you left the Uber in front of your house, that shit was either a burnt, a cut, or three with bleach on it, or four lighter fluid, and she was waiting for your ass to come pick it up and light your ass on fire. There's no nothing scarier than a, a scorned woman, my brother. I pray for you. I pray for you, G. Uh, so that's all I got to say in regards to basketball. Uh, anything you want to add in regards to this uh, comical situation? These conference finals is about to be really, 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 really good. Definitely is. Uh, moving on to oh, yeah. the Rockets is probably in a more questionable situation than any team on this list. But we ain't gonna have to, we ain't gotta talk about that. Yep, we'll talk about it once we get to the actual offseason. Uh, but yeah, so moving on to wrestling. Wrestling. Uh, 
uh, we didn't record last week, but uh, AEW All Out, All In. Which one was it? What what all was it? It's All Out. All Out was all ass. Um, shout out to them just embarrassing themselves as a company, and finally making those mistakes that even their fans can't cap for. Even though some of y'all did, I saw y'all. I saw y'all. Y'all were fucking ingrates, but. My main problem wasn't just the fact that it was a four-hour show when WWE is out here literally doing two-hour pay-per-views. But my main problem is y'all damn near killed Matt Hardy. And this is what we mean that these niggas went over to that company for death matches. Uh. Like, gee, death matches. And... Just how you guys are trying to cover. Well, I wouldn't say cover it up, but disregard the fact that that man literally was working with a concussion. Y'all told him to keep going. And seeing the highlights, that man should not have kept competing. And you listen to Tony Khan, whose father runs the Jacksonville Jaguars. And they players play through CTE. It don't mean a wrestler should be going through CTE at, through to finish a match. You could have called the match. It was ways. I understand storyline purposes. Guess what? You fucked the storyline, G. Bump it. That's super irresponsible. In a world where we're trying to battle concussions and stuff. And also wrestling in itself having to protect trying to protect the wrestlers from concussions yeah irresponsible bro y'all gotta hold that hold it cherish it and also mjf should be your the new champion but hey he definitely should be the new champion but i guess y'all want to continue going nowhere with another another addition of lackluster John Moxley slash Dean Ambrose title ranks. But, hey, it is what it is. I'm just trying to keep it funky with y'all. Uh, moving on to the other company. Uh, WWE in the third party situation as well. We got to hit that. Uh, pretty much all it proved to me that is, one, wrestling fans are fickle. Two, a lot of people don't... People jumping in into wrestling business that they really don't know. And three, mugs really add shit that wasn't really in stuff in the first place. So pretty much with the wrestling third, the Vince McMahon told the wrestlers in a statement that they all have to cut either terminate their ties with all third party content, whatever, cameo, YouTube, stuff like that, uh, Twitch. Uh, and all that mainly because they were using their wrestling names primarily some people were dumb enough to run with the narrative of a um that that wwe owns their real names which is hugely false and also doesn't make no sense because i'm not selling my name to nobody and wwe who is the one company that goes out their way to try to rename a lot of the indie stars Think about that. Like, unless that person outright owns their name like the AJ Styles of the world and stuff like that. But it's 
very few. Very few. So people was out here just hot taking and stuff. And the more and also got freaking Andrew Yang, who literally ran off the presidential campaign of he was gonna give everybody money and you niggas fell for the bait. But different story for a different day. Point of all is this, G. You people really don't know what the fuck y'all talking about, G, when it came to this. Now, I'm not caping for WWE. Yes, is their contract shady? Yes, of course. Is it wrong for Vince McMahon to say they got to terminate the, that, uh, the stuff they do for fun? But literally, if it's just a simple of use your real name, then what difference does it make? Like, yeah. what difference does it make? Most people kind of know, like, literally, if... Uh, if if Sasha Banks wants to literally go by her first name Mercedes, whatever. Okay, I'm pr like, gee, y'all will find the content either way. I'm sure they'll find a way to promote it. Now, yes, using their stage names brings more, makes it easier for people to find them, but it's ways for everything. It really is. It really is. But also, I'm sure WWE also wants, in a way, put their own little money, find a way to get this stuff, find a way for, like, to get cash-ins on this as well. Which I believe they're going to try to look into in the future and put it on the network, which I see being a possibility down the line. But... I'm sure people sitting there thinking, oh, this is the end of Up, Up, Down, Down for Xavier Woods, which has been going on way before, uh, even before his, uh, he started blowing up in wrestling. And they, to the point where it's on WWE's own rest, uh, YouTube page. So, like, think about this, nigga. But this community is stupid. It also shows you niggas don't understand business. And also, Dave Meltzer, for even putting that WWE owns their real names. But let me tell you, once you die, most likely you're going to go to hell. Because of all your lies that you've managed. Being a manager of lies. A manager of lies. That's deep. But uh, anything you want to add about this? No, this is stupid. This is a very dumb situation. Yeah, really dumb. But it seems like it worked itself out. Mugs gonna do what they gotta do. If they, it's not like this man telling them we don't want you on Twitch, we just don't want you to use your WWE name on Twitch. But I'm sure once again, this man will figure something out because these third-party streaming sources will like the talent on there. Because that brings them money. I just think Vince Man just wants some of the pocket as well. And like you mentioned, uh, outside the pod, promotion reasons as well. So, uh, then uh, this past week in wrestling as well, uh, thoughts on Roman Reigns and Paul Heyman teaming up? Amazing. 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 Very cool. That's all I gotta say. Uh, so two weeks ago, uh, Paul Heyman and Ro Paul Heyman was well three weeks ago. Paul Heyman was revealed to be with Roman Reigns. Uh, 
which we talked about the last podcast, but now we actually see or at least hear the reasons and all of that. And I one thing I like about this is that it's a difference between how Haman is with Brock than he is with Roman. Because I feel like Roman still talks. We don't want to hear Brock Lesnar. Well, I like hearing Brock Lesnar talk. But I feel like Roman kind of still being his own person and man vocally boosts this up to a higher tier, if you get what I'm saying. Yeah. Right. No, it, it's, it's good. It's something that people, everybody wants to see. We still don't know if he's a heel or not. And I, I pray that the feud that's about to happen, that he's in now, is going to confirm it. Um, but, yeah, it's it's a really so good. So good. I enjoy it. Yeah, it's really good. And also, I like the way that Paul Heyman kind of talks like he's scared of Roman Reigns, which is comical in a way. But, uh, but I'm I'm enjoying what I'm seeing. Uh, also, I'm also one of those people that I just need Roman to just. He already said it on SmackDown this past week, where he said, "I'm gonna beat your ass like I did when we was kids." To uh, whatever Uso, I think that's Jay. Do that. Do that at Clash of Champions, bro. I don't like. It's okay that literally. That Jay doesn't need no offense. Beat his ass. Beat him senseless. Beat him to the point where I don't know where the hell Jimmy is. That he needs to come out on crutches to tell you, hey fam, stop. And then you beat Jimmy senseless with said crutches. To the point where then Naomi says, hey, that's my man. I'm going to stop there. Cause don't don't harm no black woman. So, Roman, you just look at her and be like, nah. Matter of fact, you, you look at her and smirk, then you walk off. There we go. Then do that. I think that would be ideal. So, but uh, I'm all for it. It's looking fun and interesting. Uh, then we have Bailey finally. The Bailey Banks split up finally happened. And uh, Bailey literally beat Sasha senseless. I like how they did it because it really made Sasha. It was like it just seemed like Bailey just got fed up with Sasha instead of just Sasha act. Us predicting that Sasha was just gonna be the one to turn on her. I like that fact Bailey's the heel in this, and it's kind of solidified as one of the top heels instead of being a heel that Sasha was carrying. But that beatdown was really good. Um, it sucks that we probably ain't going to see Sasha until maybe Survivor Series at the earliest. I don't see them rushing her back. Uh, but I'm interested to see where... Well, pretty much, I, I don't know. I'm more interested in when they're going to actually do the match itself. Whether it's going to be Royal Rumble um, or Mania. At this point, like I'm interested to see yeah, where it goes. Um, I want to know too, even though Sasha is going to be here for this Friday. Damn. Um, yeah, she's confirmed. Oh. Well, Who knows if she's going to be in the building? She could be there via satellite. 
via Zoom call. Wait, this is via Zoom now. But hey, like I'm I'm interested in see where it goes. Like I'm cool with whatever happens. Whatever happens, happens. Uh but I hope they continue to long road it solely because I want to see I kind of want it to happen at Mania, but if it don't, whatever happens, happens. Once again, that's the story of this. Whatever happens, happens. Because pandemic WWE has been really interesting this year. So, stuff happens. But uh, anything else you want to add in regards to the feud? Um, no, I ain't nothing with that. All right, cool. Um, Last thing before we end this. Your thoughts on how WWE is protecting Big E and also Keith Lee? Yeah, protecting them real good. Shout out to the Blacks. Um, I think Keith Lee is taking a shot to. What's today? Sunday tomorrow he's fighting. Yeah, he's fighting Drew tomorrow. <laughs> Should be good. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm cool seeing, literally, like one Keith Lee's getting to make a push. The rocket push, as I like to call it, where literally they strap a rocket on you and just deal with it. And I like how that, at least for the time being, they're keeping Big E away from Roman. Like, I like that. Like, because in a way, they don't really need to see each other. They really only need to be near each other much on TV. So, like, whenever it happens, whether it's the Royal Rumble possibly mania who freaking knows it when they do it it comes off as a big deal because biggie's taking a, a huge huge leap in terms of uh in terms of just his individual success so far so i'm i'm cool i'm happy for it uh really really happy for him uh and then keith lee hey he's taking advantage of the moment uh and it's just clear like for me, it's just I'm curious on whether they're going to wait till even the Rumble to put the belt on them. Oh, yeah, I want to know. It seems like they got a huge rocket strap, so he could be having his belt at any second. Yeah. Because, like, he's a very interesting situation. Then with the draft coming up, I'm curious on see what movements happen because the draft, they confirmed the draft. It's. It's confirmed, but not fully confirmed that a draft is happening next month in October. So, we'll see where things go in regards to that. But, um, if neither one has a belt by Royal Rumble, or they're not in a title match that night, those two are my favorites to win the Rumble this year. Or next year. Put it that. Which I'm all for. Especially if they're the final two. But, uh, yeah, I'm all for it too. Uh, more of the Sasha in because I think Keith Lee is has such a great time back. Man, you probably need to get a fucking. Um, you gotta go through a rumble to, to, to be pushed. But it's it's good that they're doing that. If they do it. Yeah. So what what let's we'll see what happens. Um anything else wrestling related we need to hit on? Finn Balor is a new NXT champion. Oh, shout out to Finn Balor being new NXT champ. 
Uh, I'm cool with it. I'm not shocked. It makes the most sense, especially since Adam Cole can be moved up any moment as well. He's on move up. He's on move up list literally. But um, do you think they're about to separate it from Undisputed Era? No. Cal O'Reilly probably be the only one that's not gonna be in the I don't know, man. I don't know. Because they're literally doing two entirely different things. They I don't remember them being on TV together the past it's two weeks. Were when Cal O'Reilly was fighting Drake Maverick. Yeah. And then he wasn't being a ruthless. He was being different. I just think I just can't see him without the undisputed era, but Adam Cole was great, so it, yeah, he he'll be cool if he without either or, but it'll suck if they did separate them. But yeah. they'll be fine either way. Um, yeah. So I was just wondering your thoughts on that, like, cause that's it's clear that I think he's moving up, guaranteed. I don't know if they're bringing him with him, or they're going to separate for the time being. But um, I think that's legit. It it for this week. Yep, so we'll be back next week. We'll, you'll know whether or not – well, you'll know once you see the Twitter page of with that uh, when that Clippers uh, slander hit or not uh, Tuesday night. But by the time you listen to this, you'll know that who uh, who's going to be going against the Lakers. And it is what it is what happens, G. But just know the Clippers out here thinking they pop and they not. <sighs> They just not G. Plain and simple. But they ain't. But we appreciate you guys for listening. Make sure you follow us on Twitter at Threes from the Ring. At Threes from the Ring. Follow all our thoughts on what's going on in wrestling, basketball, and all that. Anything UFC related that we need to hit? Or that you want to hit, bring up? Uh Angela Hill was the first black woman to main event a UFC card, but she lost in a split decision. Um, next week, I think technically this Saturday, is it? Yeah, this Saturday, it's, um, what today is? The 13th, right? Yeah, yeah. so it'll be this Saturday is, uh, Kobe Kobe versus Taiwan Whitley. Should be good. Saturday after that, Paulo Costa versus Israel Adesanya. Should be good. Um... Uh, that's it. Oh, and Tony Ferguson and Dustin Poirier is out of a fight. Who's the shot? Because that was going to be a whole fight. Mm. Oh, that's tough. But, alright. But, so that's what's going on in the UFC. Once again, follow us on Twitter at Threes from the Ring. Whatever platform that you're listening to, Threes from the Ring, and all your U-Tweaking Media podcasts, whether it's SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, whatever. Make sure you hit that subscribe button, hit that follow button, rate, subscribe, comment, any of the above. I'll greatly appreciate it. We'll greatly appreciate it as a collective. But make sure you continue to support and share. Let the people know that you rock with threes from the range. But we appreciate you guys for listening. And peace. Oh,